179 of the Customer Support Leaders podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. Today, I welcome Eric Cades for a fireside chat. I'd like to welcome to the podcast today for the first time, Eric Cades. Eric, it's lovely to have you join me. And for the benefit of our listeners, would you like to introduce yourself? Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Charlotte. Sure. I'm one of those people who has been in the customer support and contact industry for the better part of my career, 20 plus years now. And I've worked in all different capacities in the customer support world um, and different industries as well, cable, telecom, um, education, healthcare, credit cards, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I now, uh, I actually, I had a call, contact center company that we grew to 2,200 employees that we managed in five different locations. And then um, now I have an at-home contact center where agents answer customer support questions for 50 plus colleges and universities. And then we just launched a live chat chatbot product called textchat.com, which I am the CEO and founder of. And, you know, if you, if we want to go on a journey today, I would say, you know, one of the things that I'm most passionate about in the customer support world and really have dedicated the rest of my life, I'm getting up there in years now, is really to saving people time. I think it's a lens that everyone in the customer support world should be looking at as they look to improve customer support. Wow. Um, I mean, that's quite a history and quite a journey you've already taken me on through uh, through the various stages of your career up to, uh, up to now, including developing your current product. Um, uh, and saving people time. You're absolutely right. I'm so glad you came for this fireside chat today because it's so important in customer support, as you said, saving people time. I mean, there's like there's the whole kind of, you know, Wall Street philosophy, I think it's Wall Street. I don't know, um, like time is money, all of that. But like it really applies to support, doesn't it? So much either because we are, um, you know, trying to just improve productivity or just operate on such minimal margins most of the time. Right. Um, and yet give this great experience. So what a great topic. Let's talk about that. You take me on this journey today. Well, you, you know, I really developed this appreciation for time and you say time is money. No, actually, time is more important than money. Money, we can make more money. Time, once we lose it, we don't get it back. And that's why it's so important to me. And I had the mm. unfortunate instance of losing a mother at a young age. But if there was one deniable um, positive that came out of that horrible experience was my appreciation for life and the time that we do have. And so I've brought that to not only our live agent customer support, but also chatbots and using AI, always through the lens of saving time. Can I do this faster with a human or can I do this faster with a bot? And that's always kind of, whenever we're setting up some type of um, you know, chatbot or customer support experience for one of our customers, 
I implore upon my team to look at it and say, okay, is this going to save the end customer time? And then second, is it going to save our client time as well? Because, you know, I know that if I'm saving their customers time, they're going to be successful. Yeah, that makes complete sense. That makes complete sense. Um, and, and you know, I think I, I talked a lot last year, good old 2020. Remember 2020? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a um, bit of our imagination. And time just took on one of the, it was the thing everybody talked about, how time just behaved entirely differently to how we were used to it behaving. Parts of the day and parts of the week or month just seemed endless and in other moments it was gone in a flash wasn't it and um, so I think like just thinking about how I viewed time last year and some of the things that I was talking around and about the podcast and various other conversations um, I was talking a lot about empathy and like frictionless experience and uh, and like how you can make things easier for the customer and time as you just said time is something that we can by making things more efficient for the customer. It's a real gift to them actually, isn't it? It is. And, and, you know, even like in buying experiences or waiting for shipping experiences, customers have anxiety when they're about to purchase something or when they're wondering when the shipment is going to, we've all experienced that. And so making, resolving that anxiety a priority should be the basis of any solution that anyone designs. And unfortunately, it's not. I mean, I would say um, more times than often, it's not the case. I mean, we're doing an internal study at our company right now, going to websites that have live chat and chatbots. And, you know, on those websites, I'll let you guess, but you'd be surprised that the numbers, 80% of people or businesses that have live chat don't actually answer. They capture your name and email, and then they say, we'll get back to you in 24 hours by email, which you may never even get. And so it's just, I mean, that's brutal. And that's 80% of businesses do that way. I can say that number comfortably. We've gone through thousands. And we're still at that 80% plus number of people who do not actually answer the live chat. So that's just wasting people's time. And at the same time, you're also misrepresenting your brand, losing a customer for life, not keeping a promise. You, You kind of baited this person with giving name and email and maybe even phone number with the hope that they're gonna get a quick response to save themselves time. And then you don't respond to them. It's it's awful. It, it actually is awful. It really is. It, it's a broken trust, isn't it? Because for it, whatever reason, I reached out to that organization. I, I want a response, whether I genuinely am interested in being sucked into their sales funnel <laughs> or, where, or whether I've got a problem that I need solving, whatever it is, that it's a matter of respect and trust to, to have that response back and to have it promptly. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think it shows... You know, you brought up empathy, sheer lack of empathy for that person. You're really just worried about what's most efficient for you and not for your customer. Mm, yeah, yeah, indeed. And, and I think, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago um, and we had a little, little interesting me- meander around 
was it speed at all costs? What, what was the thing actually about providing the fastest channel to all of your customers all of the time and funneling them into that time-saving mechanism? Is that the sole purpose here? Is is time the only thing we're aiming for? I can see the, I can see, and I, I completely, I completely agree with you. Like how it's it's a gift to give them back that time, but. It's not always, it feels like it's also not always the only thing we should aim aim for, the fastest thing. I I agree with that um, to some sense. I mean, certainly resolution is, you know, a key satisfaction that you want to give to your customer as well. You know, I can speak to an experience I had just yesterday where we're having a problem with a software platform, the third-party software platform we're using. I mean, it has wasted hours of our time. And not until, you know, the, the first level, the tier one support was frankly rude about a mistake we made. This is something we're paying a lot of money for and said we couldn't get a credit back. And then not until um, I really spoke out and said, hey, you know, sales rep, this is really upsetting. We're wasting a lot of time. Did I get four people on the issue and resolution to the issue? So if they were able to resolve it relatively quickly, why wasn't it resolved in the first place? So you're right. It's not only about time and quickness. It is also about getting the right answer to the person that they want. And, you know, in some instances, that's that becomes interesting with AI and automation because, you know, using natural language processing, certainly the bot could misunderstand what the person's asking. So that's not helping get to resolution. And, you know, when we build bots, we look at, um, you know, is this solution is this task or this resolution that we're trying to get to, is this better served by natural language processing and machine learning and AI or simply automation, just backend programming into the system that can update a password or whatever that may be? Um, or does this need to go to a human being to get mm. resolved? And I think, mm. That's another big issue for this, you know, time, this weird time that we've been in in 2020. You know, I think we all strive for a little more human connection than mm. ever before. I mean, there was an article in Forbes magazine this uh, month that, you know, the title was Customer Support is the New Flagship Store. And oh, nice. If, I like that. I must yeah. take that out. <laughs> and if you look at, um, you know, the truly successful businesses of our times, the ones that have, you know, just been bragged about an article after article that they had the most amazing customer support. Zappos, you know, sadly, you know, Tony uh, passed away. But if you think about the massive success that company had to become and acquired by Amazon uh, was all based on when you called them, someone picked up the phone and they mm. were able to talk about the shoes you were buying. And that was what had them win the game on shoes yeah. and the internet. And then if you look at 
Amazon, you know, I have to say for a lot of customer support related things, they're amazing. I mean, they understand their data and they are giving you relevant stuff all the time and all the time making it easier for you to shop. And, and I think, wow, I mean, you, you touched on like four solid things there I want to comment on, but I think there's a common theme through everything you've just said, which is there's a great, a, I think there's a, a couple of threads which I'm going to pick up on. But one thing that I am hearing as a thread through everything is being responsive to your customers in the way that they need, right? And I think that you're right that that is sometimes a human connection and sometimes it's a chat and sometimes it's like that big piece you said about like getting the resolution quickly to their problems or to their needs. It's a different sort of time. I mean, we're talking more about maybe if efficiency of of access there to a resolution in some ways. It's, it's accessibility, isn't it? And I think that that accessibility can carry through from accessing the service to accessing the resolution to your needs. And I think, I think er, like everything you've just said, like I want to experience all of those things in the fastest way possible. And, and sometimes that is talking to a human. Yeah. And you, you bring up a great um, point, which is access. How do you access that support? We, you know, Today, it really is all about omni-channel. We provide that omni-channel experience to our education customers. If a prospective student or existing student wants to communicate via Facebook Messenger, we communicate with them via Facebook Messenger. If they want to communicate via Twitter, we communicate via Twitter. If they want to communicate via SMS, we communicate via SMS and voice and live chat on the website as well. And... You know, there's a lot of software being developed today that enables you to do that. So it's not that it's as hard as everyone think thinks, but I do think that it's important that everyone can now communicate the way they want to. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I again, I know we touched on this a couple of weeks ago when we uh, when we first spoke. One of the things that um, we talked about then. Is, is about communicating the way you want to, right? And I, I think I expressed my my own personal enthusiasm for the live chat experience, particularly for certain types of, of conversation, for certain types of provider, right? There, there are things I know, like if I want to just get the answer to whether I've got a, you know, access to a certain amount of data, how much data have I got left on my cell phone package, mm-hmm. right? This month, sure. there's going to be a, there's going to be a bot somewhere that can give me that information really quickly if I don't have the app, you know? I mean, right. whereas whereas my dad, who bless him, is a bit older than me, um, <laughs> is not going to be interested in a live chat experience. He wants to access it still quickly, but in a different way. Yeah, and then also there's kind of, you know, different scenarios where different channels make sense, not just depending on the demographic makeup of the customer, but you know, when you want to find out a quick question to a project you're or to a product that you might be thinking about buying, well, you might not want to go all the way in and give your phone number and think that these people are going to be texting you off the hook. You want to be as anonymous as possible to get the answer. Do you have large and blue still in stock? 
You don't want to get a thousand marketing text messages from that brand. At the same time, if it's a brand that you do a lot of business with, that you're looking forward to their sales, you might want them texting you as opposed to emailing you and getting along. So there's also, you know, that part of it, if if you want to cast as wide a net as possible, you really need to have the different channels to be there when the customer has the question or the urge as well. Yeah, that makes complete sense. So so then I think the final thing for me is like just to loop it back around to this whole concept of of saving time. What what do you think? Um we talked about 2020. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Let, I, I'm, I'm tempted to say 10 years from now or five years from now, but maybe that's a bit ambitious. So maybe maybe this year or the near future, what, what do you think is the future of sort of the time and accessibility of, of support and customer service then in the near future? Well, what I'm evangelizing and would like to see is um, – more people picking up their live chats, to be honest with you, because I think it's a big disservice mm-hmm. to the company themselves and to the customers. So that's kind of the thorn on my side. But, you know, if I had a look at the future, I think we'll see more and more multi-channel communications out of brands. That's happening now. And, you know, that will continue to happen. So that's a good thing. And then, you know, looking a little further out, I think we'll have, you know, much more bot that can be really useful bot in terms of getting me to a human if it needs to be a human situation, but also giving me how much data I have left on my cell phone, you know, without having to talk to a human. So I think that, um, you know, it starts with multi-channel and then it, you know, bots become more and more prevalent over time mm, mm. and that, and that i think that's a great call and i don't think that that necessarily necessarily dehumanizes the experience in that uh, a clever bot can still serve a customer empathically right absolutely i mean we have situations where our customers or our students tell us they would rather resolve that with a bot than speaking to a human you know to up date their login to the school portal or whatever it may be. If we can do that click, 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 and they're done, well, they don't want to wait to talk to someone on the phone for that. So yeah, you know, bots will happen. They just really have to be customer centric and and have empathy and think of the person on the other end. And, you know, if there's one parting note that unfortunately I think kind of sets all this stuff back is, And I know this because not only have I bought this software and continue to buy this software, but we also developed this software is, you know, a lot of this stuff is designed, and this is a bit of a whole other topic, but a lot of this, the software that we use is designed by people that are programmers and not really customer experience and customer support professionals like we are. So I think that kind of delays the advancement to some extent, because the technical capability is here. It's the implementation of the technical capability that is really the answer. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think that's a super interesting call. And I, I think that, um, I think it's a point of, 
probably despondency for for an average customer when they're reaching out to organizations through these bots that kind of don't actually make things easier and more accessible for them. But I tell you what, as a customer support professional, there is no greater delight than knowing how to like work the system. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as a support professional approaching a, a chatbot or whatever, if I really need to speak to a human, I can get through because <laughs> you know, right. I know right. how it works. So, you know, I mean, it has its advantages, doesn't it? <laughs> Being in support sometimes, but I think that's a good call. I think it is, uh, um, it's just, um, well, I think it, it's just the, the bots have to develop in ways that actually humans want to interact with them. And I think that, that that's where we need to get to, isn't it? Yeah, I couldn't say it better myself. Yeah, great. Thank you so much for joining me, Eric. It was my pleasure. Love talking about this and, you know, want everyone to keep thinking about saving their customers' time. That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 179 for the show notes. And I'll see you next time.